automatic. What gears are driving your career? The podcast that gives you the tips and tricks you need to succeed wherever you are on the road of career and professional development. I'm your driver, Jeff Poulos, and riding shotgun with me always in the seat, the fearless navigator, Adam May. are back yes, sir. again and we're back with the 31st episode which is a doozy i think and i can't believe that we made it this far so i wonder if we haven't recorded half of these during the pandemic <laughs> there for a while you know we were doing them in the studio we were it was swank we were full champions right you're saying at this point we have more remote recordings wonder, than in-person dude. recordings i, I think we wonder. do we got to go back and check that out but mm-hmm. thank you everyone to that's been listening quick shout mm-hmm. out thanks to our students that have been editing this week in week, week out we mm-hmm. hope it's been informational and uh educational to to be honest so but today's an is a really interesting topic that we've discussed here and there in previous episodes, but it gets a little more into the weeds below the iceberg, if you will. And, and it's, <laughs> it's, it's five remote, we're talking about remote job interview questions, right? And Adam yes. and I, there's a boatload that are out there, but we picked out the top five that we thought are most applicable to the interview process. Because I think right now, remote work is here to stay. And really, we've said this a million times, COVID has changed the way of everything. So that specifically how to sure. interview and what is going to be asked during a interview or during a job interview, to be honest, or internship interview. And it's timely. It's a timely topic, given that right now, too, there's an uptick a little bit. We're going through maybe some are already slapping the second wave title on it. Yeah, you know, there's chatter. There's, there's chatter. There's chatter. There's chatter. So, you know, I think being comfortable with remote work and I think that option for doing your job remote is also probably going to remain steady, I would say, even after this is all settled. I think so, you're right, dude. Yeah. yeah. So real quick, we just want to talk about kind of an intro spiel and kind of piece here before we get into the actual questions. What are interviewers looking for when hiring remote jobs? Right. And they're looking for these attributes that you've all Adam and I have said throughout many episodes in the show and through mm-hmm. maybe your own career coaches and counselors and teams attributes such as reliability, communication, independence, initiative, collaboration, Mm -hmm. being organized, right? No matter what industry, these are super applicable to anything you go into or wherever you are on the road, as we say here, right? conflict resolution. But really these qualities relate to NACE's top 10 attributes. And Adam, do you want to give a little breakdown for our listeners? What is NACE and what does NACE do? And what are these top 10 attributes are we talking about? Sure. NACE is N-A-C-E. This is the National Association of Colleges and Employers. They are the go-between colleges and employers, and they get us talking. They help us by way of research to develop programming for current students and alumni. And it's not just obviously Montclair State, but higher ed in general. To sort of backtrack here, think about like the organization, JP, that you mentioned. Like if we're on campus, dude, like I could pop over your office, I give you a buzz, I know I can get you on your line, those sort of things. But if we're not, and I've, dude, I instant message you. Google right. Hangout, Slack, some, you know, whatever it is. Maybe you're at lunch. Maybe, you know, maybe there's something here. It's so much more difficult to stay organized when we don't have complete access to somebody. So it seems simple, but it's complex in that, you know, we got to stay on top of it. 
Yeah, no, we definitely have to. It, it almost for us having been or any other folks that having been in an industry for a while, mm-hmm. it almost makes us question like, oh man, like are my organizational skills up to speed? You know, like <laughs> what's, yeah, should I be? I think there's been times where, you know, everyone has their own way and method to the madness, right? With staying mm-hmm. organized. I would say mine has definitely evolved from doing on the phone to-do list to yeah. I got sticky notes out the wazoo more than I ever had, I think. Whatever works best for you is, is great, but we connected to NACE because NACE is, like, again, it's that organization that we really follow, and they always release what are those attributes that they're looking for mm-hmm. in newly college graduates. So that's just something to kind of uh, get us started with thinking about these questions and how to answer them when it comes to remote work. So mm-hmm. number one, let's talk about now these top five questions that, that we have in our mind. Number one, the first question, pretty standard, have you worked remotely in the past? And this is interesting because now it's becoming standard, I should say, right? I wouldn't say this is your first, you know, the standard question that you would get in a normal interview. You usually get, tell me a little bit about yourself. Why are you interested in this position? You know, that's always something. Why are you interested in working for us? So it seems like an icebreaker question, but it's one that you really need to take some time and consideration to answer because the hiring manager is trying to gauge that level of interest, right? And I think this question, you know, it's come up in the past. Folks have been out there, you know, considering alum telecommuting. Folks have been doing it for years. But the gravity behind this question in this climate is much heavier. Yeah, it's weighted. That's yeah. a that's definitely that's got like for our fisher fishermen and fisherwomen out there listening. That's that's got like a twelve ounce weight on it. That one off the bat. <laughs> right. So, what? You, how do you want to answer this? Right? You want to share best practices? Maybe what you've learned from a student perspective? Right? Many of you listening, and that's okay, you may not have remote work experience right now, but talk about how you've done your work academically through your classes. That's where you can kind of connect what you've been learning and how you've been learning from the classroom perspective and how that's going to be applied to this particular job and working remote. Sure. The transferability of online virtual education translates into the workplace. So JP and I work with students in the past and a question like this can trip somebody up if they haven't been able to answer yes. So have you worked remotely in the past? No. And then some folks are like, "Ah, that's it. That's not enough. We say, no, I don't have direct experience, but having gone through virtual education, the transferable skills I possess relate to. Right. And that's a great point too, Adam. I think you never want to just give the one word answer. No, (laughs) but you want to, you want to try and kind of pair it with that. You know, although it's not remote work, I've, I've been doing this learning and I'm living this uh, unfortunate nightmare debacle right now, you know? Mm -hmm. So, so I think that's something that is, it shouldn't be a curveball, but should be something expected. I think during these interview processes, number two, what types of remote and distributed team tools and software have you used and how do you use them? This is a good one and a doozy. And I think this plays right into the attribute that we talked about being mm-hmm. organized, mm-hmm. right? We have all these softwares and tools were there even before COVID happened to keep us organized. Now we're leaning on them. Now we're totally laying on them, I think. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> so I, think, I think now um, you want to prepare yourself to answer the how mm-hmm. and why your team uses certain technologies or how you use certain technologies through school. Again, either option or avenue works well. How you work is describing ways of how you work effectively is great too. I think really um, a good way to get some insight is, and we always recommend this regardless, look at the job description, see, do some digging and look at what tools they may be using, right? 
and, mm-hmm. and ask the recruiter that. I would love to get familiar with the types of tools that you are using. Absolutely. You can always mention, right, you use Zoom for weekly meetings. I'm sure everyone's using Zoom these days, Slack, Google Hangouts. Overall, I think you can kind of dance around this answer in a way that you could say that you're always open to being comfortable with learning this type of technology, right? You never want to say that you're not comfortable, kind of like what we said a few moments ago. Never want to give that one word answer. And here too, you could give them to sort of bolster what Jeff is saying. It's not enough to say, you know, look, I'm comfortable with new technology. I can totally, I'll figure it out. Is to say, I'm comfortable with learning new technology. An example, most recently, I was asked to work in a virtual platform called Hopin. I wasn't aware of what it was. I realized after a little bit of digging, it's sort of like a virtual kiosk where somebody could stop by, pop in for a second and see what's going on. So yeah, just give them evidence-based answers. Yeah, that's great. Number three, how do you manage your time and stay organized? This cuts right to the chase here. So mm-hmm. sharing best practices described previously, you know, you want to have a dedicated meeting space. These are all things that we've shared in the past, you know, even just preparing for an interview and whatnot. But I think including ways that you can indicate methods to how you recharge your batteries or refuel. Need to. Need I to. think that's huge. Taking a break. Yeah, the Pomodoro effect that we talked about, fresh air, going yep. outside for a walk. You know, since, again, like our water cooler episode, which mm-hmm. if you haven't listened to, go back and listen to it. Check it out. Uh, since we can't pop over to each other's desks, that was, that was a great sound effect. <laughs> like a water cooler or your coffee talk area, yeah. you, know, you need to be more intentional about interacting with team members, you know, right? What do or would you do if you needed to help and go to your people and they're offline? You know, I think that's a really interesting question there. And I think we sort of alluded to that. It, yeah. it feels like, it feels like I'm out on a, the ocean with a boat and I can't get the sail up now, right. you know, like, Oh my Lord, how am I going to figure this out? But you and I, we talk about prioritizing needs for resolution, put our feelers out there, do our own research and, and determine an answer. Yep. And I think a good way you'll find to even strengthen this answer again is good ways to stay organized do, in my belief and opinion, involve self-care. I think a hundred percent, Big time. you know, you could have whatever title you want. Uh, if, if you're not taking care of yourself, you're not functioning at a hundred percent. So mm-hmm. that's something to always keep in mind too. So number four, how do you keep yourself motivated and engaged when working from home? This is a good one. This is a really good one (laughs) because it's difficult, right? You don't want to be like Bill Murray in Groundhog Day, you know, right? (laughs) doing the same thing over and over. But there's a lot of flexibility with remote work. So, you know, again, no one's sitting next to you to seeing what you're doing. It's crucial to stay on top of your responsibilities. So I think don't get shy um, with getting specific on how you stay on top of work. Mm -hmm. Even if it's a planner, color coding stuff, specific apps, right? Sure. Yeah. Absolutely. How you would want to prioritize work in accordance with team goals. Right. And I think check-ins are huge. You know, I, I can't stress that enough. We always had check-ins even before COVID, but now I think having a check-in just to like socialize with people, right. You brought that up in the past, Adam, even during yeah. our bigger team meetings, right. You're like, I love this. I want more, I want more of this, yeah. you know? So, uh, and I, and I agree, you know, I think it's like, it's healthy to be honest. It's like good, the good food you want. Definitely. Lastly, what's the key to making sure a project is successful when working remotely? I what love questions find? like this, dude, because it's like, what's the key? Well, guess what? There's never one answer to anything, dude. Oh, except, yeah. if except if it's like five plus four. 
<laughs> so to me, it's like there's rarely one key. Multiple communication methods go a long way to ensuring a successful completion of a project. So yeah, keeping those lines open. You've heard us say this too, so many moving parts, right? Yeah. Our, our manager who runs the radio station loves the word pivot. Uh, so, you know. <laughs> oh, you're going to get it later, dude. Yeah, this that part's going to be edited out of the episode. Okay. He hates the word pivot. No, <laughs> but um, I agree. There's not one key. It's not like... Yeah. Uh, the end of uh, Raiders of the Lost Ark or something, you know, that's that they're like finding we, the key. Remember our work playlist? Like, what's your favorite song? There's no right. one favorite song. Right, exactly. I think it's all about managing expectations, being flexible, mm-hmm. remaining fluid through the process. We've been joking that we're kind of like, you know, amoebas, right? Oh, yeah. So, um, and that's what you got to do. You you know, as long as you're on, right, as long as you're on top of it, being <laughs> that amoeba and adapting and and it's like a lava lamp, I guess, in a way, right? Yeah. I mean, how many, we have so many comparisons. We can keep going for another episode's length worth. The key, you bring up a really good last point here. The key to any remote interview is to share concrete evidence-based examples, focusing on both independence and initiative. And do you want to explain that method that sure. you know, we're looking at in the script here, the SAR method? Sure. Yeah. It's adapted from you know something you and I, we've seen for years and years. It was S-T-A-R, situation, right. task, action, result. You know, some folks find that cheesy or otherwise. And I think you could tie in the T for task within the action itself. So bottom line, when you're coming up with examples of independence, when you're working remotely, taking initiative, when you're working remotely, communication, all that stuff, come up with these examples related to SAR. So give them the situation where you were independent or took initiative, the action you took as part of the work, and then finally the result of what it is that you did. And what I really like about the tail end of that with that R is it sort of gives us the breaks. Look, I'm finished answering this question. I'm not going to ramble on because you get that internal conversation when you're answering interview questions like what did i answer everything what did i do it so when you get to result we stop we give the employer an an opportunity to probe yep and it's great Uh, it's a method that i encourage all students to use i think it helps you remain focused Mm -hmm. it helps you to like you just hit the nail on the head not ramble on with an answer uh definitely answering any sort of question through that lens um, you know, aside from maybe the intro ones is going to really keep you on task. Even ones like, uh, I would say, what, tell me about a time where you overcame a challenge or experienced sure. some adversity or an obstacle. You answer it through there. It's key. So I think, you know, one way to prepare for any interview, if, if you do get that question or if you want to use sure. that methodology, if you will, is create some examples. Think of some examples totally. that you can answer through that lens. So it'll help you keep on track. Yeah. That's think- the final lap, bro. The final lap. Really interesting topic here. I feel like that person at the party you don't really want to talk to. And we're gonna go there. We're gonna we're nice. gonna go we're gonna go talk to that person and ask what car yeah. are they driving and what path are they on with their right. careers. The topic being age discrimination. This is a doozy, and we're gonna we're gonna do our best to tackle it next episode. Young or old, it's still a real problem. No matter what COVID says or this is remote work, sure. Age discrimination is out there, and we're gonna uh we're gonna we're gonna talk about it for like just to be frank. We're talking about it. So and we're going <laughs> nice, there. <dude>. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. So thank you all for listening and uh come back uh, next week.